What up, listener? We wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this Blue Wire podcast. Be sure to show your support to this pod by subscribing and dropping a five-star review on iTunes, a follow on Spotify, or the appropriate dap for any other platform you might be listening on. And if you're enjoying this show, chances are you'll like one of our 75 other sports podcasts. Find more shows you'll love at BlueWirePods.com. Thanks again for listening, and now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Okay, welcome to That's Good Sports Podcast. I am here with the dude to talk about uh, Will's post-Super Bowl hangover. A little bit of Broncos coaching news. Um, XFL starting this weekend. Oscars also happening this weekend. So we're really just going to hodgepodge our way through this bullshit um, I, I'm, I just really want to be authentic with you today, Will. Uh, I don't know if that's possible. I'm so yeah, guarded around name. you. That's, but it's the name of the game on this show. Authenticity. Authenticity. That's all we um, asked for. Uh, I did. I was on Twitter today, and I saw that Tornado was trending. Mm-hmm. So I clicked on Tornado, and there was a tornado in Charlotte. And then I was like, oh, shit, my wife is in Charlotte right now for business. And I checked with her. She is safe and alive. And uh, uh, I just wanted to update everybody that my wife was in harm's way and I didn't know what to do. Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, I lived in Wichita. Nothing you could really do. No. I lived in Wichita, Kansas for – a little over six years and she's flew to Charlotte one time so far in her life and got closer to a tornado than I ever did in six years. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the tornadoes in Kansas, they just suck you up into like a very colorful world with witches and, and, uh, and tin men and they're not dangerous. They're, uh, what are those dwarves, elves, uh, like the little, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, what were they? I think the, not Oompa Loompas. That's <laughs> yeah, they're Oompa Loompas. They're, yeah, they're Oompa, Loompa, Oompa Loompas. It's like uh, tornadoes in Kansas are like a, a DMT trip. Yeah, yeah. So either probably you, a good thing you never got to experience one. Yeah, neither you or I have done DMT, but uh, I think if we mention it, they will – put this podcast in the recommendations with Joe Rogan. So it might, we might get more popular that way. Yeah, there we go. Oh, speaking of Joe Rogan, uh, he endorsed a political candidate for president. Kinda. I think it's, I think it's about time we do the same. Yeah, we do need to endorse a political candidate. Um, that's just what you do when you have a underwhelmingly successful podcast. Yeah, we need to stir up controversy. Also, we need to make sure we piss off at least half of the people that listen. Yeah, nothing brings people together like saying what you believe in politically. Yep. (laughs) God knows we have both. It's so funny. I don't know. I don't understand why people get so upset about anything anymore. 
Really? Yeah. It's, it's just not worth it. Um, after I, I lost all my ability to get upset about anything after the Super Bowl. Yeah. It, it affected I just, you. you. I retreated into a dark hole <clears throat> and I have not, I don't have yet to get out of there. Will sent me a video of himself uh, crying and spilling beer mm-hmm. as he, he drank it alone. Uh, I drank many beers at the party and then I got home and drank more beer. Yeah. <laughs> he, you also told me that uh, you had to keep it together at the party because there were girls around, which uh, I thought. Well, was you really can't funny. cry in front of women. Yeah, uh, I thought it was really funny. No, I mean, they like it when you, you know, if you cry about stuff that's worth crying about, that's one thing. Uh, but to cry about <laughs> your least favorite team winning the Super Bowl is, uh, yeah, that's not going to go over well. Yeah. You, you probably won't get invited back next year. No. So, uh, no, I'm proud of myself for, for waiting until I could share it with you. Why, uh, why is Will over in the corner crying? Uh, he, he, didn't want that team. he didn't want that team to win that game. Yeah. Uh, My family just died. Uh, do you want to go home? No. <laughs> Not really. I don't have a home anymore. It felt like a death. Did it? Like a uh, death. I was surprised at how much I didn't care that they, they won. Uh, I think really? I learned, like, so watching the Patriots win six Super Bowls, I think, uh, calloused me. And, you know, when the Patriots won their first Super Bowl, I didn't care because no, of I, didn't, not. I didn't know what run they were going to go on. I didn't know who the fuck Tom Brady really was. And he was actually, you know, likable back then because he was an underdog and he didn't know who the hell he was. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs could go on a run. They could win more Super Bowls. And each one they win, I will like them less. But really, like, my philosophy and rooting for teams that aren't the Broncos, uh, it, just in sports in general, are like, I pull for underdogs. So, um and not that the Chiefs were underdogs, but they haven't been – they didn't – they hadn't been to a Super Bowl in 50 years. Um, so, like, I don't know. Since they hadn't won one, I guess I just really didn't care that they won. Uh, I don't think – I think a lot of Broncos fans are, are worried that they don't have – they can't lord that uh, that over them anymore. Yeah, of Personally, course I am. I look, I look forward to the challenge of talking shit. So, that doesn't bother me. Um, but yeah, it's the Broncos still have more Super Bowl wins. They still they're going to have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Uh, there's lots of ammunition there. I'm not too worried. So uh, well, three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Who's the third? The one on the roster. Oh, uh, Drew Locke. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. if Drew Locke's good, then there's going to be some really incredible football to follow. Um, but I don't know. You don't know. Until you to tell you experience the the game. And I just I was really I was pulling for the 49ers. Like hard, harder than I thought I would be. And then uh I just I was indifferent, I guess. Yeah, it was a it was a terrible I I guess it was a terrible showing for Kyle Shanahan to blow a lead at the end of two Super Bowls with two different teams. Yeah. Basically for the same reason, just not handing the ball off. You think you would have learned? Yeah. Sure didn't. No. 
If you told me that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to throw 31 times in that game and the 49ers were going to hand the ball off to their running back 17 times, I'd be like, yeah, they're going to lose by 50. Yeah, I think, like, look, the, and what, the Chiefs and their offense, they played, they played good in the clutch, right? They, they played well. But and he, even Mahomes, like, he didn't have a good game. And then in the last, uh, I don't know, eight minutes or whatever, he played, you know, really solid football. But he threw his second pick at the, uh, in the fourth quarter. And the 49ers got the ball back. And is that that's when they went like three and out? Or they got a first down on a run and then did nothing yeah. after that? I forget exactly. But that's where they made the mistake of not taking more time off, not running the ball. It was that series. Like, you're Kyle Shanahan. Like, that's the one you're going to go back to in your mind and just be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Right. It's like they kind of outsmarted themselves and tried to do kind of what the Broncos did against the Falcons, their second Super Bowl, where everyone's gearing up to stop the run because you have Terrell Davis. And so you drop back more than, more than usual. And then there was just no reason for them to do it really because like Kansas city's weakness is their run defense. And literally all they could have done that whole game is hand off to Mostert and Coleman play action to Kittle um, jet sweeps to Debo Samuel and take a couple shots, maybe to Sanders. And they really didn't do that very well at all. No. I mean, they had a chance to Sanders, and then uh, Garoppolo just airmailed it. I mean, it was tighter coverage than I think people were uh, making it out to be. It would have had to be a really good throw, but, you know. <laughs> but that's what you expect your quarterback to make is a good, a really good throw yeah. when you need him to. Um, yeah, it, well, and I think like with that ball is like Sanders didn't even have a chance to catch it. If it was so. like, if it was close, if you got a fingertip on it, you know, you're just like, whatever. But like, that's the type of throw you see. We've seen like Brady make, you see like you, Peyton would make those deep throws. It's it, because they don't have to do it a lot in a game. And when it's there, they hit, um, but like yeah. neither quarterback was was really good. Well, Jimmy, it was Jimmy G was pretty solid until the fourth quarter. Mahomes was very pedestrian until the fourth quarter, and then they just like switched roles. Uh, George Kittle was like a non-factor. Richard Sherman got torched. Toasted. Uh, I saw this stat. Um, yeah, he gave up. Uh, he was targeted six times for six completions and something like. Was it like 90 yards? 77 90 yards and a touchdown. A perfect, yeah, and a perfect passer, passer rating. Yeah. Like, he couldn't have played worse, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Um, now people are, like, talking about him moving to safety. It's like, he well, okay, calm down. He had one bad game against the Chiefs. Yeah, and so it was just uh, a – it's a mismatch. Maybe pump the brakes. Like yeah, I mean, we, just, we said They this. should have just put Sherman on – on George Kitt or uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. He's yeah, Sherman's honestly, a physical maybe. guy who lacks a little bit of speed. That's what you should have done. But not that Kelsey was like a huge factor in this game, but didn't really need him to be uh, for most of it. No. Aside from the touchdown at the goal line. But, but yeah, he, like, I, I think we talked about it before the game is that yeah, Sherman's a physical guy and 
putting him up against Tyreek Hill like is just a total mismatch. Hill, Watkins, Hardman, like all of those guys have the the strength against uh, Sherman. Yeah, pretty much. So because Watkins I, yeah, I burnt him that you know that big play uh, late in the fourth quarter with Sammy Watkins, uh, which yeah, what are I you mean, gonna do? Nothing. What do you think so. about the um, the well? There was the whole timeout situation before halftime, which yeah, Shanahan definitely should have called a, a timeout there. I get that he was probably thinking, I don't want to give the Chiefs the ball back, um, understandably, but I don't know. I think 99 coaches would have used their <laughs> their time out there. Um, and then they got a big play right away from Jeff Wilson, and then they got screwed on that pass interference call. What do you yeah. think of the, the Kittle pass interference call? I guess. Yeah, I don't think you should call it there in that game. No, it seemed like looking back at it, the push, the push off was so small. Like Mm. it just the other types of contact they were allowing in that game. It seemed like a really, really bad call. Yeah, it it wasn't a jump ball or anything. It was like it was a perfectly thrown pass to give credit to Garoppolo, and um, you probably didn't need to push even, but. No, but there was like some mutual that's like just something that happens. Like that's yeah. pretty normal contact between a, a receiver and a defensive back or linebacker, whoever it was. It was yeah, Dirty was Dan, the, Dirty Dan. They got, uh, they got two big passion interference calls go against them in that game. Um, the second one not as egregious, but that set up the Chiefs at the one. Oh, so. that Travis Kelsey one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the 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 NFL rule that the defender has to turn and face the ball is so so stupid. It is, yeah. It's like it's so hard to be a defensive back already. I think it's like it's definitely the hardest position uh, aside from quarterback. It's the hardest, like you know, non quarterback position. Yeah. So I get like uh, I get why they called that second one, but. Like, if all you can do is this, put your arms up in front of the the ball catcher, you should be able to do it. And if some contact happens because the receiver's trying to get to the ball, that's what it is, right? You can't impede the receiver's path to the ball. Or you know. can't. Like, well, that's the thing is you can if you're turned around the other way. Yeah, it's stupid. have a problem with you jumping in front of the ball, right? Yeah, I don't know. You can't, it, like, use your back to block the ball. I don't know, man. It's a weird rule. It's that rule's been around a long time, but right. It just it, looks awkward. It looked like he didn't touch it. Kelsey. You know, on, I don't know, but yeah, it. Uh, uh, you got to the the 49ers got the the two bad calls, but they had every opportunity to win that game. Those the the George Kittle one took away three points, which would have been yeah, huge at, at the end of the game. Like, they could have kicked a field goal to, you know, take back the lead and win. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good game, at least. Like, it was entertaining. Um, For most of it, yeah. I mean. It's not like there weren't, there weren't any, like, crazy big offensive plays. So, it was a little bit underwhelming, I guess, in that department. But in terms of, like, a back and forth where, you know, both teams were it, – it, 
it was entertaining enough, I guess, is my point. <laughs> yeah, I got the job done as far as Super Bowls go. Fair enough. You know, got it wasn't – it was, it was better like than a, last year. It was like a lubed up hand, hand job, you know? You're not yeah. going to complain about it, but uh, last year's Super Bowl was just like dry humping that never finished. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. That was that whole game was a tease. Um, Pant, Gene Roddick, Roddick, Gene, Gene Roddick, Gene Roddick. That sounds Gene like Roddick. a. That seems sounds like the name of like a nineteen forties actress in old Hollywood. <laughs> oh, Gene, Gene Roddick. Roddick for yeah, the Best second actress. picture. <laughs> Gene Roddick. Roddick, Gene Roddick. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I mean, after the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl, I think everyone will feel a little. Uh, a little underwhelming after that one. Yeah, that, that was probably was... like in terms of it wasn't the most traumatic ending, but in terms of just entertainment from start to finish, it had that might all. be the best. <clears throat> Missed your chance to bet on the Super Bowl? Regretting it? Well, fear not, listener. Blue Wire is excited to be partnering with Bet Online to help you win big no matter the time of year. With March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day right around the corner, Bet Online has you covered for all of your latest news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to retrieve your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you sign up at betonline.ag. Bring your best bets home with BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, because the – I mean, the 49ers had a, a couple small, trip tricky-type plays early. One where Debo Samuel was supposed to throw, but then he ran for first down. But no Big Dick Nick touchdowns, no Tom Brady dropping wide-open passes. Yeah. Uh, ton of back-and-forth scoring in that Patriots Super Bowl. Yeah, that was a fun one for people who like offense, which is – most people like yeah oh the real football fans want to see 13 to 3 patriots rams again (laughs) shut up shut the fuck up what are you talking about you nerd you don't actually like that you just want to sound cool yeah you just want to be different i really do enjoy watching like good defense but i don't enjoy a boring game and that's what that was (laughs) like we like a good broncos defense where, like, the defense is actually, like – Causing you know, fumbles and scoring touchdowns. and Yeah, and overtaking the best offense. Like, the best defense yeah. versus the best offense. Like, that's yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, just ineptitude on both sides of the ball. That's not a good game. You, you just, you're just boring. Very boring. Are you worried about – so, are you worried about uh, a dynasty in Kansas City, Will? Um, I don't know. I think I know, when you maybe. start to talk dynasty after one Super Bowl win, you, as a fan base, curse yourself. Yes. Which makes yeah. me think I mean, as much as it looks like Mahomes could uh, – Mahomes is obviously a good enough quarterback where the Chiefs are going to win a, a lot of games and they can easily get back to the Super Bowl. But uh, I think now it, 
it, it won't happen because Chiefs fans think it's going to. Well, Chiefs fans on Twitter are always like, yeah, you, you jealous Broncos fans, get ready because this is going to be the next 15 to 20 to 25 years. Get used to it. It's like, okay, well, um, your most valuable player, Tyree Kill, could go to jail tomorrow. Like, <laughs> Mahomes could – his leg could explode like Alex Smith like the next time he steps on the field. To assume that anything is going to last uh, longer than the foreseeable future is uh, pretty arrogant. Um, yeah, I, I, everybody thought you know Aaron Rodgers would go to a trillion Super Bowls. It's true, and you had the one, and, and it's different too. It gets a lot different when you have to pay your quarterback. And, and it gets um, tricky there. And who knows how long Andy Reid's going to coach? Uh, right, you know he'll I mean, be back that? for the next you know couple of years. But that's a big that's a big part of their offensive success. Outside of the fact that they just are you know stacked with talent. Um. Yeah, I mean, we kind of said before the game that if Andy Reid wins, we'll retire all Andy Reid fat jokes, but... We lied. I, yeah, it's not true. <laughs> we didn't even make true. it one one episode after they won. <laughs> nope. No, yeah. I mean, Tyree Kill could get arrested. Mahomes could get injured. Andy Reid could fall victim to diabetes, lose his hands, not be able to call plays anymore. Uh, yeah, a- Andy Reid is the the silver lining in that. Like, I'm actually happy that he he won a Super Bowl. Okay, he's, first he, of all, we ta- he's won well, a Super yeah, Bowl. Yes, he won as an assistant. We've he's won a Super Bowl. He's but as a head coach, as a goddamn head coach, he won a Super Bowl. Will, and he's likable. He is a likable guy. Um, but that said. I'm trying to, I've, you know, like Travis Kelsey, for whatever reason, just rubs any non-Chiefs fan the wrong way. I mean, I don't think uh, it's for whatever reason. It's it's very plainly obvious. It's just a huge douchebag. Um, wow. But and then like pe- wow. people were like, that's not a controversial take. I don't think. No, I mean, people I, are like, I, well, if before, you know, but I try to be a little more careful these days. No. Not will. Not Will Keys. No, but like you have the the, the storylines of Tyree Kill and Frank Clark, which Yeah, I mean he's makes, different than Tyree Kill and Frank Clark. Well I'll yeah, draw. no, no. He's just he's just loud and obnoxious. Just an asshole. That they're they could legitimately be bad people off the field. Um Patrick Mahomes to me isn't isn't like a dislikable quarterback. But there's nothing about Patrick Mahomes where I go, oh, yeah, that I really like that guy. So I'm trying to, like, talk about it from a, um unexplainable sort of viewpoint. Like, I don't know, Drew Brees, like him. Aaron Rodgers, like him. Russell Wilson, uh, I he didn't like him, but then he sort of grew on me after uh, his diarrhea tweet stuff. I don't think his teammates like him, so. So, yeah, well, that's that's fine. Deshaun Watson, likable. Lamar Jackson, likable. It's just like Mahomes to me. I'm just like, eh. Drew Locke, maybe the most likable quarterback ever. He's he's turning. He's turning. He's turning into one. He really is. Like I didn't really know I, too much about him me before like the Senior Bowl. Early care too, um, but no, he's a, he's a charismatic guy. He's the he's the guy you want 
to lead your franchise. Yeah, to me, Mahomes is like Daniel Jones. I have no negative or positive sort of feelings when I think about them. They just I like Daniel like- Jones just because he got everybody talk shit about the Giants picking him at six, and then he turned out to be really, really pretty good. Yeah, decent. His rookie season, aside from uh, his crippling his his crippling fumble issues, right? Um, which you know you might want to fix, and then he'll be really good. Um, I thought like he could have won Rookie of the Year potentially. I was let's talk about like the awards too. I didn't think anything was super controversial. You know, Lamar Jackson was an obvious MVP pick. Uh, Nick Bosa was very clearly the defensive player or the defensive rookie of the year. Uh, Stephon right. Gilmore. I was cool with that. Uh, Kyler Murray, I, though, I didn't, I didn't like that pick. Oh yeah. Who are the other offensive guys. rookie candidates? Well, yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I think would have been a fair pick. Right. AJ Brown on the Titans right. would have made sense. Uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, he missed a few games, but um, he threw what? Like 25, 28 touchdowns, maybe? I don't know. No, maybe not that many. But he had a good season, statistically at least, with a pretty poor roster and no one to throw to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you could say that about Kyler Murray, too. I mean, could, like, Gar- it could have been Gardner Minshew. Yeah. <laughs> 24 and 12 for Daniel Jones. Yeah. Uh, no, Gardner Minshew was like – I was looking at his stats the other day, and he had – Yeah, Daniel Jones had better well, – I don't want to tell me passing numbers than Kyler Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray also had quite a few rushing touchdowns. But yeah. um, Gardner Minshew was 6-6, six and six, 7 TDs. yards to the attempt, 21 touchdowns, 6 picks. Yeah, 3,200 yards. Yeah, he should have been in that conversation. I think you're 344 right. 344 rushing yards as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he can do if the – team like commits to him and he's the starter um they've been kind of wishy-washy yeah. on it but uh it seems like the thing to do i would uh yeah i would try it out i would give it a good honest try <laughs> he's got that it factor on the field he's got it off the field we know that absolutely but yeah he's got when, it but yeah it's he's got it everywhere we saw it when he you know when the jags beat the broncos it's like a play is never dead with him, and he also is able to do that while being safe with the football, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, most of his turnovers came in, like, that one game against the Texans. Yeah, he had and a bad game aside as from that, a rookie, a sixth-round rookie yeah. pig. Big surprise. But, uh, and the Texans, you know, were a – that was in London, too, wasn't that game? Was mm-hmm. that the London game? Yeah. That was. Which they will they will play two of their home games in London, uh, which is interesting. Really love the idea of Gardner Minshew uh, spending a lot of time in Great London. Britain. Yeah. Yeah, as long as he never wears pants. Always shorts in London. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they don't wear shorts there unless it's like, like the absolute peak of the summer or they're on safari. Well, he can change that. Then they'll wear shorts, yeah. He needs to map Patricia, Um, his London state. What the fuck else should we talk about? Well, uh, 
I wanted to talk about the Broncos uh, coaching staff just a little bit because I'm cutting this from the episode I'm working on. Uh, but I liked I liked your joke. So thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, so Rich Stangarello is slated to fill some sort of offensive role with the Eagles. Uh, just so something. He'll he'll be there. I think that's probably going to be good for him. But the Broncos now have the oldest slash most experienced coaching staff at the top six coaching positions. They did a press conference or doing a press conference with uh, Mike or Pat Shermer right now. So this is Fangio, Ed Donatel, Pat Shermer, Tom McMahon, Mike Munchak, and Bill Kolar, average age of 59.7. And uh, your joke, do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Um. I think I should read it, and then you do like a a, a drum like a drum clap. Okay. Um, from the Broncos top six, I'm gonna do it like a like a night show host. Right. Like you're Dave Letterman reading your top. Yeah, three. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Broncos top six of Fangio, Donatel, Shermer, McMahon, Munchak, and Kalar will average. 59.7 years and 25.5 years of NFL coaching experience on opening day this season. That's easily the oldest and most experienced top end of an NFL coaching staff. Everybody keeps getting younger and we get older. Sort of a Benjamin Button crossed with dazed and confused situation there. <laughs> it's not really a punchline. No, it's not it's a punchline. one of those but... things that if I write, like I know it'll be funny coming out of your mouth. It's just a solid uh, reference. Yeah, yeah. The girls I think keep get, getting lines. older, but I stay this. Or the I keep getting older, but the girls stay the same. With Benjamin Button, like that never entered my mind, but it's a solid reference. Yeah, we should start doing punchline style jokes in the videos. Yeah, I mean, we like kind of do it. sometimes. Yeah, but I won't like set up. Set up punchline. Punch set up punchline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times in the script when we're writing and I can't think of what I want to say, I just put joke in bold for joke. Will to come in later and write something. Here's a joke. Uh, Here's a joke. Uh, the, Joe the, Woods uh, going to the Browns the as defensive coordinator? Yes. So, so that. Um, I didn't say which president. Yeah, so he's back as a defensive coordinator for the Browns. Which is and weird. Another thing I wrote the video yeah go yeah for it. it is weird um woods was all right with the broncos with a ton of talent probably could have been better if his unit didn't have to do all the heavy lifting for a perpetually bad offense fortunately he's now in cleveland where every unit is bad and the blame can be spread equally but a do yeah, it's like uh, I just had to cut that shit from the episode because you start to realize, like, outside of Broncos fans, nobody gives a fuck about Joe Woods and Rich Scangarello. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I, I think one more thing the NFL fans will care about, though, Antonio Brown. He oh, yeah. is walking it back. Yeah, on the, um, the apology tour. Right back. You think he's on medication? That would be my my question right now. Possibly, um, because he is. Well, what do you think his chances are playing? 
of playing. That's a good question because he still has legal issues. Um, he has legal issues. Seems like everybody's a lot of crazy that. shit. And every crazy thing he does, seems there's like the one article where they go, Antonio Brown is definitely done, never coming back in the NFL after this thing. That's not true. Mm, I don't no, know. No, that's just not true. He is that uh, good where he can get back in. He's so good. He's so goddamn good that it does not make a difference. They don't care. Really. The NFL don't give a shit. As long as he doesn't don't. kill anybody – well, even if he yeah. does kill somebody, if they know it can't be proven, they will. They would let him play. Probably. The Patriots will re-sign him. Let's be real. Do they have the rights to him? No, I don't think so. No, because they, they waived him, right? They, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he's begged for their forgiveness. He's apologized to the Steelers. Um, I mean, the Saints didn't take him. And they support pedophiles, so yeah, lit- what the, <laughs> literally, what the fuck does? What I think does he's gonna take? get. I think if he if he doesn't do anything crazy, all off season, he'll get another chance. But I don't think anybody's gonna sign him until like he's got to prove it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we have that, not like- we have not seen him like not do something crazy for an extended period for almost two years now. So, Yeah, we got to have uh, a larger sample size here. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, if that happens um, and the Patriots pick him up and Brady returns, oh. Dude, this I, might be for, I might be for that, honestly, Ooh, just I so won't. we get the Chiefs a little more competition in the, in the bum-ass AFC. Oh, Brady and Antonio Brown on the Raiders again or Chargers? Yeah, let's get them on the Chargers. Yeah. Cut Keenan Allen's bald ass. They're a wandering band of warriors, those Chargers. They really are. They really are. Dude, this offseason is going to be crazy, though. I mean, if Brady goes to a different team, that's nuts. I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest. I think his chances – I think there's a good chance he does – but the Patriots are now willing to pay him, so I think there's a good chance he returns to New England. I think that sounds like a very un-Belichick move. No, it sounds like it. Sounds like Robert Kraft said it. Yeah, I don't think Belichick wants him back. I think Brady wants to be back, and I think Kraft needs him back. So why wouldn't Belichick just get the fuck out of town? So like if you're the he? owner and your quarterback wants he? to return and you He's got not the problem, you got Belichick's replacement and Josh McDaniels sitting there. If I'm Robert Kraft. I, rem- I I move on from Belichick. That's a weird one. I'm gonna be well, honest. It's the same as your your GM not wanting your quarterback back. Yeah, but the quarterback wasn't very good last year. No, he's going and to decline. But he was thirty million dollars at age forty three. The the Patriots, if you get them. One or two weapons on offense, they're a le- they can legitimately make noise in the playoffs. If we get prime Rob Gronkowski and uh, Antonio Brown, mentally healthy Antonio Brown, perhaps. Um, but I, I just I don't see it happening. Really, I don't think it's going to suddenly get better. No, I don't think. I, I mean. He looked You're old. saying a lot of things, though. You don't think – what do you think Brady's going to do? He's not going to go back to the Patriots and he's not going to sign anywhere else? Is that what you're saying? 
I don't think it's likely that he goes anywhere else. I think he will be back. So I think it, it's been proven that, you know, Robert Kraft has final say yeah. in these matters. Um, but then again, we've also known Bill Belichick to be someone who, if he doesn't, you know, have the proper amount of authority, will grab a cocktail na- napkin and resign on it uh, effective immediately. Oh, is that what he, he did that? Yeah, with the Jets. Oh, it was a cocktail napkin, huh? It was a cocktail napkin, yeah. Um, drinking on the job. I guess, okay, so I'm just trying to think about this. Because the Patriots don't have, if Brady goes, they don't have another quarterback, right? No. What's it? No. Who's their backup? Statham? Statham? Jason Jared Statham? Statham. Yes, okay. Jason Statham from uh, the University of Auburn. But, no, there are options, though. There are a ton of free agent quarterback options. That'll be like just as good. And I'm not I'm not even saying this joking this time. Like they'll be just as good as Brady was last year. They could do it with Phillip Rivers. They really could. Honestly, Rivers would be really good on that team. He's so good with like timing routes that uh Yeah, and he wouldn't uh, have perfect. I don't feel like he would be forcing a lot of throws late in games. <laughs> yeah, because they'd have the lead. Um Rivers would be good there. Ryan Tannehill would be good there. I I think Tennessee will keep Tannehill, but Teddy Bridgewater would be really good there. Um, Andy Dalton. Dalton would be decent there. Uh, Yeah. Fuck. What about – I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think he's going to start this season. Although I just – I want him to get a fair chance, but uh, Josh Rosen – Chosen Rosen would be good there. Or at least you could argue he might be. I mean, if he's not good there, he's not going to be good anywhere. No, you could say that about any quarterback. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, they can. That's the thing. They do have options. Taysom Hill. He's not leaving the Saints. <laughs> Probably Ooh. not. Taysom oh, Hill in the Saints versus Lamar Jackson in the Ravens in Super Bowl 55. That would be fun. I would love to see that. Although I have to root against the Saints for a very long time now. Um, yeah, for well, I mean, Taysom Hill didn't. No, he didn't, he's not a pedophile. No, he's not. But I, they, they have let's, to be. Let's just uh, clarify. Yeah, no one on the Saints is a pedophile. They just no. help pedophiles. Yeah, they just help PR control for pedos. And yes. it's just their PR team. Yes, Sean Payton's not a pedo. Drew Brees is not a pedo. That Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Michael not Thomas pedos. Um, <laughs> but, like, in terms of teams I'm going to have to hate next year, Saints probably have to be number one. Patriots, if they don't have Tom Brady, will be three, and the Chiefs will be two. That'll be my order of power hate. Uh, I mean – Power hate sounds like an alt right group. Power hate, yeah. Power. <laughs> sounds like an alt right band. Uh, power hate. Oh, I'm. Sounds like so, a serious XM channel. Yeah, drink, drink power hate and join power hate. Power hate eighty eight. Yeah, it's definitely an channel AM station. Yeah. I uh, so there's this dude who says he's gonna sue um the NFL for the Super Bowl halftime show because of the sexiness and uh uh, so i'm writing about it in the episode and 
Oh, what the what the fuck's the dude's name? It's Dave, not Damashek. <laughs> it's Dave. He does have a podcast. Uh, what the fuck? Dave, Dave, Dave. Frank Dobbenmeyer. Dave Do- Dobbenmeyer. Okay. And so uh, I found his podcast, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll pull like a clip from the podcast to use in the episode. Uh huh. And he is your he is he is preaching some terrible hate. I uh so he's not only was he complaining about the Super Bowl, I just clicked like six and a half minutes into his episode, heard something like about penises. I was like, our genitals, men not knowing where to put their genitals. I was like, oh, this will be great. Recorded the clip while I went to the bathroom, came back, listened to it. And he was talking about uh, homosexual men not knowing where to properly put their genitals and why that was bad. And he was just hating. Yeah. And I was like, supposed oh my to God. put it in the ear, in the <laughs> ear canal. I was like, this dude is nuts. Like, this is some terrible, terrible shit. How do I clear my history? Yeah, who the I fuck listens to this guy? Uh, it is sad that, like, he has an audience. But then again, I don't like, think he does have much of an audience. Uh, his podcast had exactly one review. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, but then I, I was like, "Good luck in his uh, legal crusade." He's he's complaining about um, gay men. Uh-huh. He's complaining that the Super Bowl show was too sexy with women. And I was like, "Oh, okay. this is just a guy who can't get laid." This is no, this is a guy that's gay. <laughs> he's a gay he's a closeted gay man who yeah just hates sex because he never has any with men or women right um yeah or <laughs> he's talking about the devil or i don't he's like mm-hmm. a preacher or i don't know what the fuck he is um but it just it just surprised well, like, imagine I was having, like, like imagine talking to a girl and having to say that your name is dave dobbenmeyer dave dobbenmeyer <laughs> such a shitty name uh, I don't I have marry you. a prison in my basement if you need to get my drift. <laughs> oh, God, Dave. It's my Dobbenmeyer cave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was just like one of those things where I wasn't expecting to stumble upon hate speech. <laughs> Dobbenmeyer itself would be a good first and last name combo, like that actor Breckenmeyer. But uh, Dave Dobbenmeyer... Uh, Dobbenmeyer itself is a bad last name. Anybody who listens to the, is is there anybody who listens to this podcast also named Dobbenmeyer that we have offended? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh man, I hope he wins. I hope he wins, and we get really buttoned up Super Bowl halftime shows from now on. Yeah, why wasn't he complaining get- about Adam Levine last year? Maybe he was. Oh, he was too busy doing something else, watching Adam Levine. <laughs> I hope we just get the 700 Club as the new halftime show. <laughs> just just straight up preaching to us. Joel Osteen is doing the Super Bowl 55 halftime show from wherever the hell it is. You know Where what? is it, the LA? NFL halftime lacks good old-fashioned religion. That's right. That's right, baby. I didn't even watch the halftime show. Uh, I played football in the front yard. I, I saw some of it, and then I was preparing food. Yeah, 
Yeah, to uh, make use of the waistband trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Tucker, the Boner Tucker. The Justin Tucker. Um, okay, XFL this weekend. I did a video yeah. about the XFL, made a huge fuck up, <laughs> saying Antonio Callaway might be the best weapon for the Vipers, not realizing he's already on IR. He's already hurt. He's already hurt. That's, oh. That's unfortunate. He would have been really good. I don't know why he's not on the Browns. Is he, did he get into trouble? They Yeah, they cut him midseason for some disciplinary shit, I guess. Yeah. Um, That's too bad. Let me tell you this, okay? Trying to find info about XFL is hard when zero games yes. have been played. There's no pre – I mean, they've had, like, scrimmage games – there's not, there's not like covered preseason games. Roster information is dicey. Uh, it is not fucking easy. So I apologize for my mistakes that I made in the XFL video. Uh, I have decided I will root for the Vipers in the East. I'm leaning towards the Renegades of Dallas um, because I like their, I like their get up. Uh, who, who are you going for, Will? Yeah, I like the D.C. Defenders uniforms the best. Just a clean red and white. Although I will say that most of the uniforms are really, really bad, as are most of the names. Yeah, well, the D.C. Defenders name is pretty questionable. Um, At least it's not the New Orleans Defenders. (laughs) Um, The the Defenders, Cardale Jones, right? He's going to be their quarterback. I think he's probably the most – popular player people are kind of interested in like watching yeah i'm i don't think he's very good but um we're gonna see he might be the best quarterback in this league um i don't know man i'm, I'm just glad we get another uh questionable league? pro football league yeah like last year because i thought the aaf was a lot of fun while it, was it was fun <clears throat> while like, it was around I won't be able to watch the XFL like I watch the NFL. I'm going to try to watch some Saturday. I'll definitely watch Sunday. Saturday, uh, 2, 2 p.m. Eastern is the first game. Yeah. I hate that they're, yeah. all the games are Saturday and Sunday. It's like just put it on one day. Make an, a Red Zone XFL fucking show and do one yes. primetime game. Like, Sunday that's what we want is a Red Zone XFL. Like I would watch that. Um, but last year – I think it was week one of the AAF. Mike Berkovici had his head nearly fucking taken off with a hit. Yeah. That, like, you're like, oh, shit, there's, there's some real football that happens in this league. I think people will be interested in it. I think uh, somebody needs to get violently injured or mm-hmm. – uh, a team needs to score like 60-plus points this weekend. And Wait, damn. So, okay, so get this. The season starts all right this this Saturday, February eighth. Yes, and it ends draft weekend. Yeah, ten weeks. And then um yeah, the playoffs are one week. It's basically the uh West and East Championship games. Yep. So it's like skipping to the AFC and NFC championship. Uh no bye. And then you go straight to the East versus West Championship Sunday, April twenty sixth. After the draft concludes. Right after the draft? Yeah, the draft goes that weekend. Oh, yeah. It's this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the XFL championship. Going to be a big, busy at, week for us, Will. At 12 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. No, 3 p.m. Eastern. That would be nine in the morning. I don't the think mo- they should start this week. I think they should start like the first week of March. Yeah, I think they should uh, make us experience life without football for a little bit. Yeah. Just to build up our, uh, our, you know, our station. We want, you know, we need a little more bloodlust before yeah. we can really invest in the XFL. So, you know, I might take a, might need a good week off from football, but um, now I got to sit down and watch these probably sure. bad games. Now we got to watch these bad games so we can fucking write about it Monday and make a review episode. Exactly. Um, and these games are all early. The first game is at 11 Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and the latest game started at 2 Pacific time, 3 for you. Yeah. That's kind of weird. I like a little uh, little night football, which you don't get until, all right, week 4. Game started at 7 p.m. Eastern. Okay. That's a 5 o'clock game my time, 4 years. Week 5, we get 9 p.m. Eastern. Do, I mean, do these people not have, like, lights in their stadiums? Don't know. Is that why... All the games are so early. Weird. Weird stuff, man. Did you know who June Jones was, the coach? Uh, that sounds familiar. I guess he coached at Hawaii when, uh, was it Colt Brennan was there? Colt Brennan, yeah. Yeah. Because I made a joke about not knowing, not knowing who the fuck June Jones was. And, uh, I got told. like Jim Jones. I got told. I told you. Told me who June Jones was. Um, all right, yeah, we'll recap XFL next week. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing we can really say about it at this point. Free agency will be coming up. That will be big. Uh, so we're staying with the weekly format for now. At some point, we'll transition to every other week. I don't know when the fuck that will be, but thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.